Hi, I'm Sherry Youngward. Welcome to the Quiet Place podcast. This is a place for you to come up for air anytime, day or night, and find a quiet moment of replenishment and rest. I am so glad you are here. If you would like to hear about upcoming gatherings, new music, and women's events, which I offer about once a month, please join my email list. Also, if you would like to help support this podcast, thank you so much. Every little bit helps. You can do all these things at sherryyoungward.com. Thanks again. This episode is dedicated to Sarah. Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So, when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. I'm continuing some of the thoughts from last week's episode number 88. There is something special between us and God when we give, pray, and seek Him in the secret place, before His eyes only. In the verses I just read, Jesus exposed the hypocrisy of religious people who did all their religious things to be seen by each other. The attention they received from each other was their only reward. Jesus exposed the outward and commended the inward life, the secret place, where only God sees. Mark chapter 12, verses 38 through 44. And in his teaching he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces and have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation, the widow's offering. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people Put in large sums, and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty, 
has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Do you think the poor widow wondered if it even mattered that she gave her fractions of a penny that day? Do you think she wondered if she should just stay home? Her gift couldn't even buy a priest a cup of coffee. Whatever she wondered, she didn't stay home. She was faithful with what she had. She showed up and made her offering to God alone. Matthew 6, verse 3. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Little did she know, God wasn't only watching from heaven. I wonder if Jesus told the poor widow he saw her and used her as an example to teach his disciples. Or did he decide to wait until heaven for her to see her reward? Her fractions of a penny couldn't buy much of anything. By human standards, it was a useless offering. Yet, among all the fancy religious people who gave large amounts with great fanfare, she was the only one who turned God's head that day. She gave more than them all, and her gift and reward is still bearing fruit. She made it into the Bible, and her fractions of a penny has taught millions about the heart of God. Whenever she learned how precious her gift was to God, whether it was in heaven or on earth, had she known beforehand, I bet she would have thrown in her sandals too. When you get right down to it, her offering had nothing to do with her fractions of a penny. What turned God's head that day was her faith. The poor widow has been an example to me for years. When I have felt small, nervous, and self-conscious, when I felt my offering wasn't big enough or polished enough, I've thought of her. For instance, there were many times when I was asked to play a song or two at a church service, and I would go out on the stage after a full band played with great musicians and huge sound, and there I was, just me and my guitar. The poor widow inspired a simple prayer for me, which I will share with you. As you look at what you have and what you don't have, you can pray this short prayer. Father, I don't have much, but all I have, I give to you. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Father, I don't have much, but
but all I have, I give to you. I will read from Matthew chapter 6, Mark chapter 12, and Psalm 91. So, take a nice deep breath and settle in while I read to you now. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. Do not lay up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow, nor reap, or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown in the fire, will he not much more clothe you? Are you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well.
Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums, and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly, I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust.